Tunnel Talk and No Facts All Feelings Wrestling Podcast. I'm Allie. I'm Ann. And I'm Leah. And I just made my co-hosts sit here watching the clock and waiting for it to be on the half hour for us to start so I could track the time. <laughs> we said our energy was going to be so normal when we started. And yeah, it. came right yeah. out of the gate. Producer Marjorie is putting her son to bed, so she was not here to keep time for us. So we had to do little shortcuts. And We get a real little nervous energy when we have mm-hmm. to be in charge of... Uh, We're like golden retrievers holding their, holding their leashes in their own mouths and taking themselves on a walk. We're going to be walking in circles today, my yeah. friends. <laughs> let's, let's get our, hey, let's get ourselves worked up. Let's get ourselves emotionally worked up right away. Why? Did something t- happen? High energy. High not energy. That, not that much. I was just going to like hype something like, uh, I can't even think of anything dumb. <laughs> Sammy Chris Guevara Jericho. getting married. <laughs> <laughs> the dumbest, uh, yeah. Girls, we have to talk about We've got to get into it. This week, girls. <laughs> Show me the Pinterest boards. Oh, they've uh, been showing them. Have they? The boards? Well, not the Pinterest boards, but they've been showing like little <laughs> wedding themed <laughs> like graphics. No, it was like place settings and like invitation type stuff is what don't I saw. Don't you think on it Twitter. was I know we can't get into this, but don't you think it was insane that the, the <laughs> phrasing in the engagement video that we got on Dynamite this week was when they got engaged last June, but it was last <laughs> month. Yeah, like like a month ago, last June. Because last June, like a year ago, he was with Pam who he got engaged to a year ago this month when he was married and died. So. I just was like, the, tr- the tricks they play, it makes you think it's like mm. what you're seeing on Instagram. You know, it's all been sculpted to look a certain way. Same thing with the commentary mm-hmm. team sometimes. They are saying oh, yeah. things in a way that is intended to mislead. <laughs> uh, let's, but let's set that aside. That has nothing point, to do with point. anything. <laughs> we are talking about the Undisputed Elite's return to Dynamite this week. So we got all five Undisputed Elite members coming out, looking like a strong, united front, <laughs> entering the ring. Adam Cole, so happy to have the crowd shouting Bebe for him again. And he gave a long speech about loyalty. <laughs> Which it was I one of the more passive aggressive speeches I've ever heard in my life, I would say. It was great, like I, I think I said here mad king energy, but like you know mm. exactly what I mean. Like when a yeah. ruler in a TV historical drama is like kind of yeah. gosty, like hitting the edge. <laughs> um I wanna let's before we get into what happened, what did you think? What what were your expectations for uh the undisputed elite like return to dynamite? Like what did you actually think we were gonna get this week? I I don't know that I had like a real theory, but I, I guess I thought that Adam Cole was going to put them on the spot. I think he would like, I was thinking he was going to do something where he was going to be like, this is it. You like, you either choose, you're either teaming with us you're, or is you're not. Or you're out. <laughs> <laughs> like the trios tournament has brought it to a head. So yeah. you got to decide kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, I wasn't like super theorizing at all either. I think I was just thinking it was going to be like just sort of a medium normal promo with some tension, I think, but like nothing dramatic. Yeah. Because we haven't seen them in a long time. I knew, I thought it was going to be dramatic. I like, I was like sick with it all day. (laughs) (laughs) But so, but you thought dramatic, but not end of the faction dramatic. I didn't know that he was, I did, I did not in any way predict that he was going to turn on them. Yeah. Um, I thought like, cause I didn't think he had given up on them, but no. I guess it makes sense that now, like he was wa- on BTE. He was watching 
the like little awkward happy birthday interaction and like it makes sense in retrospect that he was like oh you do this to me that's it it's over <laughs> but i thought like <laughs> it makes it well i'm like it's extreme <laughs> let's let's start there it's actually an extreme reaction but in the world of no, no. I, I see what you're saying yeah it, emotionally it adds up (laughs) to the breaking point i think that was smart i mean in the long run for this for this moment especially it was smart you know that they that they did the work to set up the hangman cole feud which for a while it was kind of like what are we doing not what are we doing like you knew it was going to play in but you weren't quite sure how the dynamics were going to play out and this felt really good for him to have like specific recent ish with hangman and definitely to have that thing of like this this man of all of all men, <laughs> you and you say happy birthday him? to him. Although I do wish that the Adam Cole Hangman thing had been like a little more emotionally juicy. Like they definitely had beef. Like, and I, it's not like I think anybody's doing a bad job, but I feel like if it had been a little more, just I don't know. It felt a little generic at the time, I guess. So it would I'd love it if it had been a little juicier. But I think that just means that like this right now is more about the Bucks than it is about Hangman. Like, there's a world in which it could have been juicier where he's like, that's the most, that's the person that makes me angriest in the world and you're siding with him. Instead, it's just like, But even if he had, if he'd been like hangman, like even if there was like a little jealous, like hangman has like history with the bucks and I hate that, like that could have juiced up like that. I think I read that into it and I actually do think that that, like, I guess that's what I mean when I said that this like worked well for me is because like, I think part of what was going on with them was about the history with the bucks. And like, I know I definitely agreed with you while the feud was going on. Like I had moments where I was like, this isn't getting in deep enough. But then I think, like, eventually they kind of got me there. Or maybe just hindsight is uh, beer goggles. And I just like, think <laughs> it's good in hindsight. I don't know. But uh, anyway, so what happened? We got, I thought this was good in-ring choreography because they, they all got in there. And Adam Cole was in the center. And Red Dragon were on the outside. And they were, f- like, the Bucks were on either side of Adam Cole. So you immediately were just like... Babes, don't do that. Don't be standing that way. You need to be close. You need to stay close, and you need to protect each other's backs. I did have the thought while it was happening that they were walking like they were doing the flying V from uh, Mighty Ducks. <laughs> <laughs> Ducks fly together, together. Up to a point. <laughs> I did think it was funny when they came in too that like they all had to like they came into Adam Cole's theme song and they all had to stand there while like the whole thing plays and he does the boom and everything. Kind of like the Pledge like, of Allegiance. Yeah, this, this is nothing. To do with hung bucks but it did absolutely make me cackle when um excalibur was like uh wow the boom we haven't heard this in a while you didn't miss it did you tony shabani <laughs> tony goes, yeah boom my ass <laughs> tony's been unleashed recently um yeah so then uh he gave the speech about loyalty he was like the bucks like who are you going to be in the trios tournament with i'm out of action kyle's out of action if you don't choose bobby i guess you can't be in the tournament and actually you can't be anyway because you're going to be out of commission and then he set the dogs loose on them uh and what did they Leah, why don't you explain what they did she's gonna want guys she really wants to so <laughs> we'll just wait for her i I put in my notes today. I was like, I don't know that I'm going to in any way be able to be like coherently normal about this because I haven't been all day, actually. But um, (laughs) I did think it was interesting that like so Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly 
are not medically cleared and they actually didn't do much of the damage. Like Bobby Fish was the one who was doing <laughs> the <laughs> action. Like a wrecking ball. <laughs> <laughs> so he first, he took out Nick. Then yes. he got Matt on the floor. Yes. And then he went back to Nick and was holding <laughs> Nick by the neck. <laughs> As Adam Cole and Kyle hurt Matt. They hurt him. He and did. They liked it. They liked it. They so hurt him and she liked it. Hey, you can't argue with that. That was very normal delivery on that yeah. whole sentence, yeah. And as he was punching him. <laughs> that very audible and understandable <laughs> sentence, yeah. He said, <laughs> I heard every word. Yeah, he said, I came here for you. You didn't, you thought I didn't know. You didn't know what you did. <laughs> he knows. He knows they killed him. Guys, he knew the whole time. He knew the whole time he about how he got, he got murdered. He got full murdered. Um, and he, ki- and he kissed Matt in a, a, what would you call it? Like a, oh shoot. A pantomime of the super click kiss. Yeah. But I was going to say, we'll bring the romance novel language. Like to a Twitter grotesque later. mimicry. Yes, exactly. That's exactly <laughs> the phrase I was looking for. Thank you so much. A grotesque mimicry of their beloved super click kiss. Uh, this was, I, I it, it shocked me. Because I didn't, I, again, didn't expect it to be like Adam Cole just, like, turned immediately. I did think that he was going to play some psychological torture games first. But Mm -hmm. I didn't mind it. I liked it. And then, oh, and then, I don't know why, I'm, like, trying to move on from the most important. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, we're dead here. I've been Allie. Nothing else happened. (laughs) I think sometimes, like, the brain is, it's like, you can't deal with this, babe. Um... (laughs) Then they were trying to. Then they beat. Then they beating him, doing violence, <laughs> and uh, Hangman ran out with a pipe and drove <laughs> away. Adam Cole and Red Dragon saved the box. And Matt Jackson was there <laughs> on the ring, on the ring floor, on the floor of the ring, incapable of, of getting up. And Hangman offered him his hand, and Matt Jackson it, took it. It mm-hmm. takes a lot for me to say this when Hang- when Matt Jackson Same. is in sight. The titties, the heaving to the titties <laughs> on Hangman in that he shirt. Was, his outfit, was, well, was it was crazy. Like, that shirt was so tight, that um, tank top, white tank top. You could see his nips real intensely. And then he was wearing butterfly jeans. So there's a lot happening. Sometimes so happening. When, the, when the men are doing literature for us, when they're, like, doing <laughs> their little symbols and stuff, sometimes I get it and sometimes I'm, like, I don't, I don't know if I it do fully get yet. Like, Hangman is going in on a butterfly theme in his tweets and in his pants. Um, <laughs> I don't know that I've, like, fully... I'm not committing to an interpretation yet. It's a, He's metamorphosized, I guess. I guess he's fully metamorphosized. This is the new Hangman. He's come out of the chrysalis. Yeah, no, it was very, and then, like, because Matt took his hand, and then they were kind of, like, looking at each other, and then Hangman was just clearly very overwhelmed by it and very feeling very insecure, and he had to just turn and, and walk out looking very moved. Yeah. I think I think Matt spooked him because he, like, leaned in. Like, he was like, can we have a hug, too? Sort of, like, <laughs> he kind of he was like, huh, is that it? And then Hangman was like, you, too you moved too, too fast. Too fast. <laughs> Sir, you moved too fast. <laughs> and he fled the ball. He fled wow. the ball. He should have left a shoe behind. He should have, yeah. Honestly, with the way that Matt and Nick were gazing longingly after him, he didn't need to leave the shoe. 
You they know, know who you, it is. You don't know what you've got until it's gone. <laughs> Sometimes not for quite a while after that. Uh, it took us 10 minutes to explain that, so that's not a problem. That's okay. Uh, I do want to just quickly ask, uh, where do you think we're going in terms of the overall plot line and the trios, the upcoming trios tournament? So do you think Hangman and the Bucks are going to end up tagging together or no? Do you think Kenny's coming back? Ever or no? <laughs> <laughs> he is probably. I think. Someday. I wish. I wish we knew whether Kenny was because if Kenny's not coming back yet, then I think yes, that Heyman and the Bucks will team at for the trio tournament. Tournament. But if Kenny does come back, I think they'll draw it out. I think they'll. I think the reunion will keep slow burning. I think. Let me yeah. ask you this: I think If you. S- Oh, no. Go ahead, Andy. Oh, I was just going to say, like, last night in the group chat, you were saying, like, if you were doing it, it would be like, oh, like, they're semi, like, they get this far in their sort of reunion, and then Kenny comes back and is like, of course we're trios together, and, like, throws a little wrench in the works and stuff. And now I feel very, like, that's what I want. I want that to happen. Yeah. I, I, that is definitely what my my instinct would be like you don't get all the way to reconciliation in a series of like neat steps obviously it's taken a long time to get this far but like i would probably throw another wrench in there obviously they they like i don't know do you think that that is what they would do if you set aside the question of whether kenny is ready to wrestle or do you think that it does make more sense to actually have them like kind of sort their shit out with hangman before kenny gets back well, I think that I think that if Kenny doesn't come back, they're going to team. But I don't necessarily think that that means that it'll be like a solid like right away like relationship. I think that they could still manage to like draw this out even if the three of them are like teaming together, which would be kind of fun. I yeah. could see it working either way for sure. It did seem like this reunion here like it was so such a tentative move and hangman really didn't look ready so it did seem a little bit like oh is he in a place where he could team with them but also like easily in the next week or two like they you know sometimes wrestling things just move fast and i think like my dream Mm -hmm. and and actually i don't know i don't know what you do with the kenny stuff i want kenny to come back next week so i can puke at quake on the lake but um we don't know what i'll do but I do think that kind of like my like dream moment for like, oh shit, Hung Bucks is back would be that they end up, not that they're like tagging together on purpose, but that we have another kind of violence confrontation where they're all actually like fighting together and you get the electric moment of like, it's like it, it's like it used to be, baby. We've oh still <laughs> got in the ring the energy. That's what I want to see. I'm picturing like a battle royale. And they end mm. up like back to back, but the three of them. Wow, wouldn't that knock you yeah. out? Yeah, because I think yeah. they, I think they need that a little bit at this point in the whole storyline. Like you need to see like the magic is from wrestling. Like it's like they wrestle together, not from wrestling, but that's how we are uh, like making 
we're showing the magic. That's how we externalize their internal feelings. Yeah. (laughs) I have no words tonight, but thank you. (laughs) You you got them for me. Yes. That's how you externalize it in, in the, in the world of wrestling. So I want to see that moment where it's just like, fuck. when I'm in the ring with you, it's everything to me. Like, yes, (laughs) we've got it. We can do it. We're back, baby. That's what I want. That'd be really good. No, I like it. Okay, we got to move on. Uh, let's talk about some of our other faves. Uh, Best Friends and OC had a trios match against Jay Lethal, Satnam Singh, and Sanjay Dutt on Rampage. And it was a comedy match. I learned a new word from Cage Side Seats while doing our schedule. Did you guys know the word goozling? No, no. I couldn't tell if you were having a stroke when you were <laughs> yeah, the same. schedule or what. I couldn't tell if Manolo has pizzazz was having a stroke <laughs> when I read it, but I did Google it. And I believe oh, it, wow. it's a term for, for when he gets him by the neck. Mm. When the big man gets the smaller man by the neck and shoogles him. He well, that's, that's not what Urban Dictionary says, but I do believe oh. you. <laughs> what did, what did Urban Di- is it safe yeah. to say? Uh, well, it is, but um, it's... Uh, well, I clicked on the I link and now it's such a, the act of sticking oh. one's finger in the cleft of the opposite sex's derriere <laughs> is what it says okay. here on Google.com. I've got to set that aside. I, say, um, I figured that it must be a, a, re- a semi wrestling specific term because it's not coming up right away. But I took it from l- searching for Google, searching for Google, searching Google <laughs> for Google and seeing that it means the throat or gullet. So yeah. I was like, mm. I put the pieces together in my brain. was like, you can't see what I just did, but I goozled uh, the air in front of me. Anyway, there's a lot of goozling. Uh, this match, I believe, was quite fun. I uh, don't have a lot of memories of it. But I've been discussing this with my co-host. I think I, I might have uh, somehow blacked out on Friday. Had a little mini stroke on Saturday morning. I watched it with, in our chat. I watched it in our group chat, but don't seem to remember a lot of it. But uh, Wardlow came out and saved them from a little post-match beatdown. They did win, uh, but uh, Sanjay Dutt and Jay Lethal especially were not happy about that. So OC then fought Jay Lethal on Dynamite and lost. Uh, Also a comedy match with some very funny bits from all the boys. (laughs) Are you guys Ring of Honor super fans now? I, listen, of course not, but I will say that like, I have enjoyed the three of these men the most that I have the entire time I've seen them. And I yeah. believe I said in my notes, is this their Tony Nese moment where they're finally <laughs> growing into uh, their I liked, I liked when I read that because I was like, wow, we got there with Tony Nese. It's accepted. <laughs> you can just say like, yeah, Tony Nese is in. He's one of the boys. The Tony Nese <laughs> moment. Well, classic moment we are all familiar I, with. We're going to be using it from now on. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely the most I've liked them too. I still find them pretty boring overall, but like they were a lot more fun when they were doing like big man, small man bits where he just like, picked OC up under his armpits, you know, like a little, I think commentary said like a newborn baby, (laughs) which is pretty cute. And I also like on Dynamite when Jay Lethal crawled up the ramp on his hands and his knees to get away with little OC. I was like, okay. Delightful. Yeah. And I do like that best friends are getting these opportunities to do just like full comedy fun times. I have a good time. Just, just wacky. Um, we got uh, I didn't I didn't realize this was a classic best friends bit from way back when, but we got the two two men in a trench coat, <laughs> which I was delighted. I liked the moment where you could see them waiting uh, in the tunnel yeah. to come out because the tie dye is so bright. You can yeah, and it's see like you can't from... wait 
further back, presumably when you have a <laughs> like a man on you. Like you kind of got to be like pretty close to where you're gonna come. <laughs> Commentary <laughs> was up the stairs. So funny too, because Excalibur like quoted BoJack Horseman saying they're they've gone to the stock market to do a business, and then um, I think was it Taz who was like. Oh, well, Trent's got something weird going on in his crotchal area there. Which <laughs> in his yam like, bag region, Pat. You forgot. You were so excited, you forgot your own term. Delightful. <laughs> really, really fun. Um, what did you guys feel about... So, uh, well, I, okay, so I'll add that Wardlow again came out to save OC after this match because OC lost and was getting probably goozled or they're threatening <laughs> to goozle him to death or they could have been doing anything goozle wise. <laughs> 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 or looking out and saved him again, he's gonna fight Jay Lethal. So uh any other thoughts on the match overall or any thoughts on Wardlow's like relationship so he now conf- has with Best I'm so <laughs> confused that Wardlow keeps coming out. Just like. It's so entertaining because he also doesn't look at Best Friends when he yeah. saves them. No. He doesn't acknowledge them. He's they are nothing to him. They for some reason he's like, I have to do this and I'm like going to do it, but they they don't even get like a nod from me. I, does no. he have beef with the Ring of Honor guys? Like I, that I can't remember because they're so boring. I could be. I tell you. I, I thought know. he just came out to save OC last week because they'd had their handshake of respect. I was like that. I guess that was what the handshake was I supposed mean, to be doing plausible. was setting up a way for like Wardlow to enter into this. Um, I will say like I do kind of I don't know. Wardlow is just playing a different kind of face than what I would say I'm like most attracted to, which is like a <laughs> man face of like, oh, I really want to do right. And I'm always trying to figure out what the right thing to do is. And sometimes I mess it up, but I want to be a good guy and a nice guy and a kind guy. Yeah. Wardlow is not, it turns out, playing that face. Like he really <laughs> is like, what I love doing is power bombing and getting belts. And I will save you, but that's not like because it's like the right thing to do exactly. It's like mostly because I like just got kind of worked up. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like he's accidentally a face, but like yeah. under any stress, he'll crack. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it makes sense with the storyline because it's like, oh, he's like a very self-absorbed and self, like he just, he's out for himself as a face kind of. So, you know, which is a face storyline when you're oppressed by MJF and now yes. it's sort of becoming not one. So it's I interesting. Know. I feel really annoyed that every time we talk about this, I have like these Twitter commenters on my head being like, oh, they'll turn on you or like Sammy Guevara in there being like, they'll turn on you when you get the belt. And it's like, mm. no, I won't. Like I didn't turn on Hangman. I no. love watching Hangman have the belt. I was invested in Hangman having a journey. <laughs> Still with the furious belt. at punk for beating uh, him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, right. I just don't, I just do think that like, if you're a good guy, like you do have to like, kind of like sometimes seem nice (laughs) (laughs) or pro morals is what it is so so there yeah and what's also interesting is i also just keep forgetting that hangman i mean that wardlow has the belt like as you guys were saying that i was like what belt does he have (laughs) (laughs) because like we just found one lying around backstage (laughs) they're everywhere anywhere there's (laughs) hundreds of belts yeah but like this storyline doesn't really depend on him having the belt so it's no, it's not one of those things. No, right? Why is no one challenging a... him? He's too good at power bombing, I guess. I guess. I'm I mean, it's very scary. I guess. Yeah, He's... no one has been challenging. Who? Yeah. I don't. Who know. would be the next TNT contender? I don't even know. You know, we don't know. Hey, <laughs> you know? Oh, it's Jay Lethal. He's gonna fight Jay Lethal. Oh, they're gonna right. fight yeah, sure. at the Ring of Honor, at the Ring of Supercard, at the, the Ring of, of the Bounce. At, at the, the Ring of Honor is very funny. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, the Battle of the Belts. We've got a big weekend of wrestling ahead of us, ladies. Good, good luck, Tony. My time, my time is precious. <laughs> Wrong. Leah, do you want to really quickly, before we move on, give us the highlights of uh, your friend Sarah's argument for why potentially best friends will be getting yes. the trio's belts? Yeah, so Sarah, and she actually has, has now converted me where I do think it's more likely. It's in my head now. Yeah, for sure. I, know. I feel very like fantasy book, but don't fantasy believe, guys, know, as Marty sure. and Sarah love to say. I know, I know. It's but like, what if what if this one time we did though? Like, just <laughs> what if we fantasy believed and it definitely came true? What if because we, believed we believed it so enough? hard? <laughs> yeah, it's a a classic plot. With the power, yeah. Clap mind. your hands, you know, <laughs> if you believe in fairies, and then Zoom will just mute it, and then they <laughs> won't get the belts. Damn it! It's all because of Zoom. Have we talked about that on the actual podcast itself? I don't know. People can think what they want. Leah, give us <laughs> your highlights. <laughs> so my friend Sarah, uh, her argument for why she thinks that uh, best friends are going to get the trio's belt are during the Forbidden Door match, JR said <laughs> that he talked to Orange Cassidy and that Orange, Ca- Orange said that he was excited about the big opportunities that are coming. During the Tony Who talked to him? match, JR. Oh, okay. Go on. No, go on. <laughs> that was the most skeptical. I, like I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Oh, on, well, JR said it. The, sure. judge is, the judge is not on my side. <laughs> Keep talking, baby. <laughs> During the Tony Nice match, commentary pointed out that Orange Cassidy is the person, is the, is the, is the person with the most singles win who has not and, ha- and does not hold a belt. Mm-hmm. During the uh, an interview for Comic Con at Bur- with mm-hmm. Burt Baker, uh, the interviewer said, "So Orange, have you ever considered trying to go for a belt?" And OC said, "Yeah, I think it's about time I start thinking about that." <laughs> 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 so those are her three objective pieces of uh, evidence, <laughs> and then the fourth piece is just like from like a Mark Booking standpoint, <laughs> it is true. That when you start to like think about who would be in this tournament, so many of these because there's nine thousand fucking belts in this company, <laughs> yeah. so many of them have them already. There's no way that they're gonna put them back. Even if Kenny comes back, there's no way they're putting the the trios belts on Kenny and the Bucks. Like no, absolutely. I agree. Not. I thought the the cage side seats recap for some re- was being like I think that the finals will be. Um, Hangman and the Bucks versus the Undisputed Elite. And I was like, you're on drugs right now. <laughs> like, I mean, whatever. Like, it's like, catch us back here four weeks from now with me being like, I, w- I was wrong. But to me, that was insane. Just given like the various injury situations yeah. and just the fact that I'm like, neither of those trios like should get belts for the narratives that they're working with right now. Right. They just shouldn't have them. So move on. Right. 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 Move on. <laughs> org. Okay. We have to move on. Dot org because we've we've really been dragging our little heels on our favorite topics, and we're going to be rushing through the through some other topics. <laughs> who cares about the other topics? Yeah. Who give a shit? Uh, well, I give a shit about this. So the yeah, acclaimed actually. and the Gun Club had this was the second to last match on Dynamite. One of you said it should have been the showstopper. I think both of us because yeah. um, I was like I looked at my watch. I was like, oh, this is great. Like it's the main event, and then I was like, wait, it's only like nine twenty because it really felt like the main event to me. Right? Like, it yeah, d- a dumpster been. match, the first ever dumpster yeah. match AEW. I know. Let it breathe. Give what it room to breathe. Take off one barbed wire and let it breathe <laughs> <laughs> we've got some good advice for wrestling here it felt like tony didn't trust them 
but mm. he should have because they yeah. fucking great. It yeah. was great. And they're like the crowd was going crazy. Like it was so much fun. Yeah. And it was just like it was such a feel good, not feel good feud. That's the wrong way to put it. But like, no, it is though. Like, yeah, it's not just like, they're just fighting over like Billy Gunn doesn't want to do scissoring with the acclaimed anymore. <laughs> like that's easy, breezy summer viewing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the number and they're going to put scissors. each other in a dumpster like Oscar the Grouch about it. Come yeah. On. The number of scissors that Anthony Bowens had on his gear this week. So funny. Did you see that John Cena posted a, an Instagram picture of Max Caster? No, Anthony that's Bones exciting. Was so happy, retweeted it and said, Aww. "Scissor me, Daddy." <laughs> <laughs> that's nice. Uh, it was really fun. It was very short, which I, I don't think I even really appreciated the time. But it was like eight minutes. Is that right? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Fast. It didn't feel that short, but no. I they they when they got him in the dumpster, I went already. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, th- yeah, and so uh, Max Caster did get to do a little mic drop off of, of a big a big mic drop off of something off the top of something. I tried to remember it was off, the, off the thing. It was the off the tunnel. The tunnel. Yeah, the tunnel. Off you the know, tunnel. The thing we talk. <laughs> oh, the talk. The talk. Talk. He did a <laughs> big jump off the talk. Talk. Uh, the dumpster was full of packing peanuts. It was great. And then they and then they locked him in the dumpster. This was the hot topic of conversation, which I didn't even realize because it never occurred to me wh- what you are going to say. Uh, they locked him in the dumpster, and then they pushed the dumpster off the stage. And I was like, they're, of course, they're in there. And then you did immediately see a leg. But I didn't realize there was an ongoing conspiracy theory. I didn't, I didn't know there was either. I thought it was out. just me. But, okay, so they put him in the dumpster, and then the camera cut away, and, like, we're t- like the camera was on, like, I don't like, Anthony Bowen's, like, mugging or something, and then it came back, and then they started moving it, and I was like, there's a door in the back of the dumpster. <laughs> I know the, the rules of close-up magic. It really had the vibe of, like, a magician, like, moving, yeah. like, the box around. Like, I, I did think they were in it, but it, it was very, like... Yeah, it looked like close-up magic for sure. I was like, there's no way. It, this is like a moment when like not paying enough attention actually paid off for me because I was just like, they're in there. They're in there. <laughs> and they did turn out to be in they there were. the whole time it's Brian true. Alvarez confirmed today. I Crazy. didn't believe it until uh, I saw the video of like the te- the stage text like extracting them from there. But apparently uh, Melter and Alvarez last night also were uh, trapdoor truthers. What? Oh, yeah, wow. Apparently, uh, apparently on the radio show, they were like, there's no way that they were in the dumpster. And I was like, <laughs> thank you. It was crazy I, they did it. I mean, they were very careful because it, like, it went on to like the crash pad things and they were careful to like roll the dumpster like very steadily forward still. to the right place, but it's still crazy. And there were obviously like a lot of packing peanuts because they did fly up where someone yeah. on Twitter I forget which wrestling man it was but he was like you can't just like have a blanket over the packing peanuts so they don't come out which I did think was That's a, a reasonable good point actually you know it, it, when it's like when you're running like a like a theater company like you learn the tricks year after year Tony right. doesn't know about that blanket yet it's the first one it's the first <laughs> it's the first ever but I do think if you're going to trust people to shove two of your wrestlers locked in a dumpster <laughs> off a stage, you should give them the main event for it. Yeah, That's my so. opinion. Yeah, yeah, I know. You know, yeah. they deserve it. I agree. So, Tony, you're in our black books for that. Yeah. Uh, loved it. Can't wait to see what happens. No idea what's coming next. And we don't have time to get into it. So, whatever. Can't wait to see some more scissoring in one way or another. Yeah. By hook or by crook. 
I will say, I did think it was funny how much the crowd popped for the Vincent Van reference in the rap because it was actually like a very mild, like he didn't say anything very shocking, but people I, were like, oh, which was I wasn't hilarious. surprised at all because the, Vince McMahon stepping down and Triple H uh, getting put in charge of creative has like really upped the tribalism on Twitter and like, oh well, yeah, it's bad. Yeah. Wilding right I now. know. Lost, <laughs> it's crazy. Mo- you know, it's like just yelling to each other like, AEW is going to be over in a month. Like, WWE is in a- <laughs> I don't even know what they're saying. So, I, I it even, I, I feel like you could say literally anything. I mean, that's like literally what, because all he said was like, we're going to force you to retire like Vince McMahon. It's like, yeah, that's just like literally, that's not even an insult. That's just like literally what happened. So, it's just funny to have people at- react as though he'd like name names. So, you know, <laughs> like- yeah. Not good to be forced to retire, though, for this. I mean, it's did. no, I'll say that. Not. I know you're like <laughs> yeah, I was... it right now and being like, he's been fine this whole time. But I just personally think some of the things that I've read, like, don't seem very good. So are that they not good? A better person. You're, is he, a, you're, is you're he a bad man right now? Allie. Yeah, yes. I'm so willing to go brave. there. <laughs> <laughs> I am excited. F- well, not excited. I am interested to hear what um, terrible further things are going to come out in the next yeah. few weeks. Well, I guess we'll, I guess all I'll say is I guess we'll hear them. I guess we will. Uh, <laughs> let's get into what was going on with the, the mega factions of BCC and Jazz. Uh, Anna JAS fought Ruby Soho on Rampage. Uh, she won with cheating. She's doing a lot right now. I think that's the only thing that I really have to get into. Like the match was fine. Yeah. Um, she is really practicing her promos. I think she and Jungle she... Boy are on a similar little, like, they're both, like, got told, like, you've you got to yeah. step <laughs> <laughs> They, like, they paid to send them to a master class or something. It's funny because it's, like, all of a sudden she's getting tons of talking time, which I am glad that they're letting a woman talk on this show. And she's doing better, so good for her. Yeah. She's do- I mean, yeah. I mean, better. <laughs> Not she's good, doing, exactly. She's doing the promos. She is mm-hmm. in a mode that is like a lot. That is yeah. a lot. She's, and she's bringing, bringing a lot of a energy. Lot of energy, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. It's it's interesting. I think maybe part of it is that I'm like Anna. You've had a lot of opportunities to talk on BTE, and you never do. <laughs> and then you talk, and this is what's happening. But you know mm-hmm. what? It's fine. And uh, she was fine, and she's doing good, and she's working hard. She's I feel working like hard. Come off sounding yeah. mean, but. It is, like, very funny to watch someone do... Because she's doing these promos with, like, 2.0. And 2.0 are unhinged, obviously. And they're like, yeah, we'll say anything. We'll say it in the craziest (laughs) voice possible. We'll say it as many times as we, like, need to to get the laugh. Not a problem. And that is kind of... Like, it's interesting where I'm like, this could work out really well. But watching someone in the early stages of learning how to do that is, for me, a little secondhand (laughs) thing. Where I'm just like... But you don't have the... You don't fully have the confidence yet. I mean, like, Matt Bernard can get up there and just be like, I love talking about my hard nipples. But they're not all there (laughs) yet. It's true. Uh, The Dynamite one, though, um, she did just, like, lose it and, like, jump, like, a a random stagehand or whatever in the back, which was pretty funny as a way to end it. And actually, like, because I hadn't watched all of Rampage. So I was watching it like right before we did this podcast and I got to her promo and actually her energy in the Rampage podcast or podcast, the Rampage promo was very like, Oh, I'll grab, I'll like jump at anyone around here. Like I'm very on the edge, which is a funny vibe. So yeah. I mean, we could do like a hair trigger heel. Like that is pretty funny. Yeah. I'd be fine with that if that's how she decides to go. 
You know what? Yeah, not saying her execution is is good, but she's doing things. <laughs> she so. is doing. You know what? It's, it's, we've, and we, I feel like we have said before, like just do things. So you know mm-hmm. what? You're right. She's doing it. Uh, Eddie is going to fight Sammy Guevara at All Out, I guess because of reasons related to the end of the barbed wire match or something. Mm. Uh, this is not right. <laughs> no. It is I want Eddie to get to do Eddie something to fun. have to do that. Yeah, instead but of all it, this. It is what it is. It is I'll what it is. I don't have me. a theory on no. who's going to win, but if if Sammy wins, I'm going to complain about it. Yeah. <laughs> That's a for sure prediction. 100% we're success open the, rate. open the pod with fart noises. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the mood that I'll be in if that happens. God. The good Sammy. guys don't always have to. I don't mind watching my guys lose. I really don't. No. But to watch Eddie lose to Sammy. Over and over and over again. It's not it's, right. You can't. It's not to be born. It's And it's not. because You know why? Because it's that Sammy needs to learn mm-hmm. some lessons, some life lessons. He needs to lessons. be taken down like 30 pegs, so he can't keep winning He needs to be forced to think Eddie. like, who am I? What do I want? He needs That's... to go on a honeymoon for like maybe a full year and then <laughs> maybe like fall off a cruise ship or something. So. The Jericho cruise. The yeah. Jericho cruise. <laughs> That's where it all goes down. <laughs> Well, he'll be back for all out in. So, Yuta uh, mm-hmm. shit talked Jericho on Rampage and tricked him into challenging, <sighs> challenging him to a match <laughs> for the title shot against Mox. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? We, you know what? Don't yeah. unpack it. They were gonna. So they fought. So they fought on. Hey, they fought on Dynamite <laughs> this week. Don't worry about that. Uh, what do you think was gonna happen? What do you think of the match? You know, whatever. We say whatever you want. <laughs> I loved that little promo. Like I was so, ex- I'm so excited to hear what you guys thought about it. And then you blacked out during rampage. So I don't know that you can speak to it. <laughs> it was, this was, so you mean the promo where, uh, Yuta was working Jericho up? Yeah. I thought that was great. I, oh, I, I mean, I, I can't quote it, but I do have a pretty clear, I guess I had tuned back in. I have a pretty clear memory <laughs> of Jericho with his little nose strips yeah. on mm-hmm. and the and whole you, vibe and Yuda's vibe. Yeah. Being do like, you have the memory? Easier. That was yeah, easier you, than I thought it would be. Right. Do you have the memory of Yuda going, Mr. Regal, do you think I could beat him? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was very funny. Calling him Mr. Regal is I, can, I think I could beat him. You can't beat me. I that's very like him. how like. You can't like, beat me. A, an adult you knew as a child, like your friends' parents, like you're always going to call like Mr. So-and-so even yeah. like if you're 60 and they're 80, you know, or whatever. <laughs> like It just never goes away. Very. Yeah. I thought that was great. I thought the whole thing was great. Um, yeah. But then thoughts on the thoughts on the match that we observed, that we watched with our eyes. Um, that, this was the showstopper, which was crazy. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. It was, it was a fine match. Like I didn't. Yeah. There was nothing. I would opinions. not say there's anything that interesting to the match itself. It was fine, I guess. But I. Yeah. Uh, so Jericho won, which I was expecting, because there was no mm-hmm. way they were going to have do another Yuta Mox match this early. Um, but then Jericho kept him in the stretch or whatever, and Mox came running out to save him. And I did have the thought, <laughs> and it is so funny to me, that Danielson like, was like, Mox, we can, just, we can uh, get some children. We'll adopt them. We'll take care of them. We'll teach them. Mox was like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. <laughs> Danielson was like, do it. We'll be so happy. And you know what? They have the children. And who is raising them? Mox is raising them. Whereas Danielson, gone. 
Classic. Classic. true. Absolutely classic. (laughs) Wow. That is, Leah, that is really a good point. And you know what? Mox is doing his best as a single dad. He's doing Mm -hmm. great. He's doing Mm -hmm. great. Yeah. He didn't ask for these children, but he's doing his best. <laughs> well, because the once dad you that have them, up. you can't send them back. No. You cannot send them back. <laughs> the hospital will take them. Mox checked. <laughs> he can't, he, legally, he can't. Well, I was going to say their dads are in another feud and they don't have time for it right now. <laughs> <laughs> their dads. There's only one of them. Uh, yeah, I thought like it was totally fine match like wasn't offended by Jericho or anything just like not after the the I agree after the yeah. Danielson Garcia thing you're kind of like well they can't do that twice much as some people on the internet internet may wish that they would I guess <laughs> um I was interested because Leah you made this point where you were talking basically about that and about being like if you have these two young up-and-coming stars and they like are around the same like le- like we call them the what do we call them the freshman, the freshman class, class or, yeah, yeah. Like they're in the, you know, they're in the same year. Um, There is this feeling of like, well, I want to see them all succeed. And Mm -hmm. like sometimes being like, well, I want like my guy to get as much success as this other guy. Like, but that doesn't mean that they're the same characters or should be having the same arc. (laughs) Uh, Do you have, does anyone have any thoughts about this? Like what is going on with both these characters? Like what, like Garcia getting the win kind of like means for him and like his trajectory, like what you to like not getting this win uh, on Jericho like means for him. You don't have to, but I thought it was interesting. Yeah, I mean, I just, like, the times that there are parallels between Yuta and Garcia, I think it's very interesting to point out and fun, but I don't think necessarily they have to always be traveling on parallel uh, tracks, and I found it so interesting that people, I kept seeing it on places where people were like, it's it's unfair that Garcia (laughs) was allowed to win but Yuta wasn't. And I'm like, okay, it's not like they're both children that have to be treated, like, equally. Like, they're on different tracks. They're like, there's no way that you just should have won against Mox. That was, like, a different no. story. Well, and yeah. it's like when one of them's a face and one of them's a heel, like, of course the stories are going to be different. Like, yeah. it's just Although, silly. I do, I know that they are faces, but I, do, I don't really process BCC that way. Like, I, I actually like, was <laughs> thinking about that, and I, I was also being like, yeah, he's a face. And then I was like, kind of. He's, like, not not a face. <laughs> um, but I agree. It's, like, they just have different things going on where it's, like, it's great for Daniel Garcia to have this, like, intense complex where he, like, short short dog want to be tall or whatever, where yeah. he's, like, nobody takes me serious. Nobody fucking takes me seriously. Like, I need to be taken seriously. Uh, Yuta doesn't have that because he's, like, been taken seriously now. Like, yeah. that's not also the art like, he's on anymore. Right. Also, like, Wheeler just won the ROH belt off Garcia, right? So, yeah. like. Yeah, no, not yeah. often, but, like, not he, often, but he, like he won it, yeah. it right? Yeah. yeah, and, like, also, like, Garcia won with cheating. Like, we don't know if he knew it was cheating, but, you I know, really, these things I are s- factors. still really hope he doesn't know, because I'm, like, that would be so gutting for, like, that mm-hmm. man with those issues yeah. to be, like, I didn't win. Like, it's it's mm-hmm. hurt my feelings. I'm, like, I want him to find out that and be doing really bad and someday he's gonna be such a sweet face i'm gonna cry i'm gonna be <laughs> that's my baby boy <laughs> child um i like them both let's talk about another member of our freshman class and what's going on with him so we have not gotten to see as much of lee moriarty as we've gotten to see of garcia and yuda but mm-hmm. last week he did successfully get seduced away from his hapless mentor, Matt Seidel, <laughs> by Stokely Hathaway, who 
seems to be recruiting himself a little faction. So he scouted <laughs> Lee Moriarty, and then he also, Ethan Page had a squash match on Rampage against Lil Ruff and Tuffy. Name to TV known not by me. Um, <laughs> and he won. And then he cut a big promo on Dynamite being like, uh, Leah, again, I think you had a really good point that this was like the counterpoint of like what's going on with Ricky. Yeah. It was like a very similar little promo where he was like, you know, I'm I'm really great and you guys should be taking me seriously. And I haven't been given the chances that I should be given. But it is very interesting because like, Like, Ricky is being highlighted as, like, a young talent that could really, like, go far. I don't... Like, Ethan's, like, number one talent is on a mic. And it is very funny that they're giving him to Stokely. Like, I'm like, who keeps giving Ethan Page to these, like, big talking managers? He doesn't need them. It's so confusing. I really don't understand it at all. Because there's, like, so many people who are not good on the mic that you could give a manager to. But, like, Ethan is totally... He's... He does good promos. He's, like, good at doing a little emotional feud. Like, why do we stick him with people? This one potentially makes much more sense to me than when it was with Dan Lambert and Scorpio Sky because Lee Moriarty is younger and up and coming and someone who has... Oh, for him, it makes totally sense. For both of them, I think, though, because, like, like, I don't think with... When he was... When Dan Lambert was talking for him and Scorpio... It was like these are two adult men who do not need a they do not need a mentor, they do not need a manager, they can talk for themselves, they can like run their own feuds. Dumb. But if like there's something going on here where it's like Lee Moriarty needs some like better mentorship than hapless Matt Seidel, who's not suited, then I'm like, that's not bad then to oh, like pair so you think Ethan is for Lee Moriarty. Not necessarily, but I'm saying like if it shakes out that way that they're in this faction and they're working together, like that makes more okay. sense to me is like the kind of thing that was going on with like Christian and Jungle Boy or like the kind of thing that's going on with BCC where it's like you get a younger guy in with like some more experienced people who have a variety of different skills and it's not bad for those people because Ethan yeah. maybe, I think we'll still get to talk. I don't think Stokely is going to talk for him to the extent that Dan Lambert was. Um, and like that could be a team up mentorship opportunity that makes a lot more sense to me than what's been going on with him thus far. You just, you just talked me into it. I was much more down on it. Um, not down exactly, just a little bit more, not the Lee Moriarty part, that part, like I did think that that was a really good move. And I was like hoping that that would create Mm -hmm. some opportunities for him, but I was really confused about the Ethan and like not entirely, like I was really enjoying his promo, but not entirely sure. But actually, you just talked me into it. And now, like, I do. You're right. You're right. Uh, Ethan being in that faction help, will help legit, not legitimate, like, make it more, to make it taken seriously more for You Lee can't only collect babies yeah. for a faction yeah. because that's a daycare. <laughs> <laughs> if it works out that way, then, yeah, I'm on board. I'm not 100% convinced that it will, but, you know, no, I'm I not, love it if it does. I'm not so. 100% convinced either. I'm just saying that, like, even on the surface, I'm like, I can see many more opportunities than I could see with Dan Lambert. Oh, stuff, I mean, which wasn't going of course anywhere. it's an upgrade. It was upgrade never going to go anywhere. Dan Lambert, yeah. for sure, yeah. Um, yeah, so 
that I think there's like there's interesting possibilities. Uh, Stokely Hathaway posted this uh, little tweet of like Lee Moriarty, picture of Lee Moriarty, picture of Ethan Page, and then like what looked like two blank spots on the other side. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm very interested in like. I like the idea of someone who's putting together a, a heel faction, but in like kind of a theatrical way where it's <laughs> like he has a grand plan for it and you don't know what it is. I'm like, that's fun. It is fun. <laughs> it is fun. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to, I'm ready to go on the ride. <laughs> is Scorpio Sky, did they have a falling out or no? Is he just out I mean, injured? He hurt his dick, but then like <laughs> he just disappeared. <laughs> yeah. He like lost the belt. I don't think they had a falling out, but like, well, there was something that they were hinting. Yeah, yeah, they were hinting with, with some kind of discord, but then Scorpio chose Ethan. Wasn't that one of the last things? You, that Scorpio I, you think I remember, on, but probably. I think Scorpio turned on Kaz at the last, like Kaz was kind of like, come on, like we've had, we've had a long history and then Scorpio turned on him, I think. R.I.P. Kaz. <laughs> I haven't seen you in a minute. Yeah. Uh, very briefly, Team Taz said that Team Taz is officially dissolved because nobody kept him in the loop on anything. <laughs> uh, which I think were like his words on commentary. He was like, nobody tells me anything. So Team Taz is over. It's like, Taz, I don't think en- you've been talking to them for like months. The energy on commentary compared to the tweet was so funny because on commentary he was like, I'm breaking up Team Taz because nobody told me anything and I'm not in the loop. And if they don't want to do that, they're not going to. But then on on Twitter, he was like, so I've notified the men that Team Tower is no longer <laughs> in existence. I've given them a severance package, and they are aware that their health insurance ends at the end of the month. <laughs> do they get Cobra? Uh, yeah, uh, I thought it was very funny. Um, Will Hobbs had a, this was, I think, was happening when Will Hobbs had a squash match on Dynamite, and then Ricky ran out to attack him, but he got clobbied. He didn't do a successful attack, Mm-mm. so... That is the, that's the end of Team Taz. Uh, Cage Side Seats said that this tied a bow, like the attack, Ricky coming out, tied a bow on the Team Taz stuff. <laughs> that man or woman, I don't know who it is. I don't know if it's a, I don't know what's happening, but that person <laughs> thinks everything is a bow getting tied. <laughs> I don't think that they believe in, like, sometimes you don't tie the bow because you're going to continue to use that ribbon over the course of months <laughs> or even years. He's like, quick bow, Done. <laughs> so that's a, my, a personal feud that I have. <laughs> Do you guys think we're going to get more Hobbs and Ricky stuff imminently? Oh, yeah. I honestly didn't even, I was not confident we would get this much, so I hope we do, but um, yeah, I don't know. I feel skeptical of the execution from AEW on this one, but we'll see. I think, I don't know. I'm, I really feel, though, like I'm like pour one out for Team Taz because I said this in our group chat. That was a faction where, when we started watching, couldn't have given a shit about any of those <laughs> men. <laughs> Didn't care at all. And I, I think everyone in that faction, except for Brian Cage, came out of it so much stronger, oh, yeah. like, better, mm-hmm. much loved by me, like, rich opportunities going forward. I just think, like, it, yeah. it, it was a, it was yeah. a good heel faction. Team it Taz was impressive. And I think, you know what's funny is that, like, I think... I think that like all of them had the, always had the potential to get like to to st- be stars, but I do think a lot of it has to do with Taz being on commentary and putting them over in mm-hmm. his Taz way all the time. Like Does that really help. did like make people pay attention. So yeah, listen, which Taz makes is the goat. you 
it makes you feel really good though about like they're, they're getting William Regal on commentary on yes. all these matches, and I know yeah. like and you've said it. I think we all agreed like. Regal really is like a very generous commentator mm -hmm. and like will put anyone over on commentary. And in mm -hmm. such like, he's so quotable that yeah. It, yeah. it really <laughs> sticks out. It's not, a, it's not a dig at the other commentators because I, like, I think everyone is doing good stuff, but to have that one person there who's doing the color commentary where their job is to make you be like, no, this guy's a threat. Yeah. It's, it really does do something. It turns yeah. out that's yeah. important. It's it's interesting to watch because even like Chris Jericho on commentary, I don't love him on commentary at all. Like he's got such a deranged energy, but he does put people over like pretty aggressively. And um, he does the like in character crazed work pretty well. So, you know. He could, if he could just deal with that little helium voice that he gets. <laughs> yeah. He gets so excited. The screaming, like like, yeah. You've been famous for a long time. You're on a lot of mics. Like, why is this, this mic excite <laughs> you so much? It's true. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And, you know, if they could get, like, a woman on commentary ever, that would be pretty nice, be really too. Nice Something to think about. someday manage to do that. But uh, good luck. <laughs> Well, let's talk about the women. Uh, Britt, Jamie Hayter, Tony Storm, and Thunder Rosa had a tag team match on Dynamite. Uh, it was in the first hour of the that was show. Shocking. Yeah. It was like, wow, what time is it? And JR was not on commentary because no he comes in for hour two. It was very funny to me that I, I was just like, it would be great for me if like JR being on commentary in hour two drove the woman in. <laughs> in yeah. hour one they're like we gotta get them out we can't, <laughs> like, we can't have them in hour safe. one but we can't have them both at the same time it's yeah. not safe and I thought this match was great like it yeah, was it really it was engaging yeah, yeah um, I thought they did a good job with like all four of them having a lot of action like it felt like a very I don't know like I don't know how to articulate this, but it just felt like all four of them were like doing a lot of stuff and there was a lot of like action happening and like back and forth and stuff. There was I good think, moves or good transitions from the moves. Yeah. They all looked spectacular. Yeah. I do think, I feel like I'm uh, going to get myself in trouble saying this, but I think that generally with the women's division, the matches tend to like, they're so, they're far, far fewer of them and they tend to go, they tend to feel a little slower. Like the, it's mm -hmm. not that like everything is always happening like mm -hmm. every single second, which is hard for me because uh, I have ADHD, so I really need to look at something. <laughs> um, and this everything was happening every second, busy, yeah. and I love yeah. that. Yeah, um, I don't rem I don't remember all the times that these women have fought, <laughs> but it's a it's quite a few. Right? It's quite a few. Yeah, <laughs> I think this was the first time that. This these this these particular four, four yeah. yeah. But like the but when you have Brit and Tony or yeah. Brit and Thunder Rosa facing off, you're like, oh yes, yeah. I've seen this yeah, a few they've, times. They've, <laughs> they've done it a lot. Brit and Tony have done mm -hmm. it a lot. Jamie has wrestled both of them, but at the same time, like at, when you look at the women's roster, there's like there hits a point where you're like, oh, they they don't really have anybody that else they could do, and like commentary when they first started coming down the ramp uh commentary was like this is only the second match that jamie and Britt have ever won together historically as a tag team they're rarely on the same page and they have a lot of communication problems and i just had this moment where i was like wow i really hope that like this is like a clue that the Britt and jamie stuff will start happening because that would be fun 
And they have actually been doing that for a long time. They've been doing some long-term storytelling with those two. They have. Oh, you love it. When it's happening, (laughs) you love it. It's wonderful. It's it's like this is a nice one where it's like pretty early on. You were like, yeah, there are definitely some tensions, some vibes. Mm -hmm. But I love that they've been playing the long game with it. Mm -hmm. And it it feels very organic, too. Like the tension feels very like natural and not like they're acting, you know, which is great. Oh, yeah. No, you're like, I, yeah, I understand why if I were Britt Baker's henchman, like, I would be getting annoyed at her and then being mm-hmm. like, okay, I just got to cool it and go this, <laughs> I guess, but yeah. I'm yeah. not happy. Like, and, and I think that Jamie actually without, hasn't done a I mean, she's definitely done promos on the mic, but like, you don't get to hear her talk a lot, but I think that she is actually pretty good at like acting an energy of yeah. like the character yeah. that she is basically, yeah. like yeah. they both are, so... Yeah, I think uh, she does a lot of good face acting. Yeah. Voice mm-hmm. acting, not so good, but face <laughs> acting. Yeah, when she's standing there or, like, yeah, just mad at Brit, you can, yeah, just everything she does with her body is real good, so, yeah. 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 Do you guys think that the Thunderstorm team-up is working? It's fine. Not. Tony Storm is, like, such a charisma suck for me that, like, it's just I can't feel very invested in them. But I do know some people in our group chat were saying that, this pairing has like improved Tony Storm for them. It is not for me, but you know, it's working for some people. Rocketed her, her cred up. (sighs) I, can I share my, my t-shirt idea, which I thought was pretty good. I said it in the group chat. Nobody liked it. It was that because when they come out, they say that Tony Storm is from the gold coast or from gold coast. And, uh, that, Thunder Rosa is from the graveyards of Tijuana, Mexico. I said it's a t-shirt oh, of someone yeah. surfing on a tombstone. <laughs> I do think. Do you like the way Anne said? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that fucking shitty idea. <laughs> no, I like it. I would. I would buy that t-shirt. This is a fun novelty. T- I'm trying to get us out of that skull and crossbones territory. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like, like put a nice like blue background on that. Like have a fun little skeleton surfing on a tombstone yeah someone get me into that AEW like microsoft teams world and i'll just slap it on tony's calendar it's called it's a meeting called shirts for girls (laughs) (laughs) ask her if they can get some like better cut women's shirts on available Um, in wrestling t-shirts i'm gonna gonna bring that up i'm gonna say to that's good i'm gonna say to tony things like do you know about bosoms (laughs) tell her unisex shouldn't mean for men (laughs) Tony have you ever ever heard of fit issues because of bosom (laughs) he's gonna love this meeting when I get it on his Microsoft he's gonna love it yeah He's looking, he doesn't know yet, but he's looking forward to it. Uh, and then finally, we will briefly touch on JB and Christian. So JB tried to run Christian over with a car in a promo. That was on Rampage? No, I think it was on it was Dynamite. Dynamite. Okay, well, whatever. Um, it was on Dynamite, sure. He tried to run Christian <laughs> over with a car. I think he got banned from the premises, which makes sense. You can't really run people <laughs> over with cars. And uh, then Christian had a match against Matt Hardy, which we don't need to talk about at all. <laughs> and uh, actually don't know who won. I guess he did, surely. Christian did, won. yeah. Yeah. And uh, then Dark Luchasaurus came out. but it So that was a little like, oh, is he bad now? But it was just a distraction because JB had snuck in and tried to attack Christian, but he got away through the crowd again. JB was wearing a T-shirt that said Christian <laughs> is a pussy. <laughs> JB is all what grown a bad up. Boy. What a little bad boy. <laughs> he turned 18 and he can wear any shirt he wants now. That is worst behavior. 
it is funny that I think like if Sammy was doing this, I'd be outraged. I'd be like, he doesn't get to use that word. But I am sort of like, well, JB can. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it pays to be a fave. <laughs> mm, you know? Um, this was fun. <laughs> what what can you say? It was fun. <laughs> it was fun. Commentary was yelling that JB had bought a ticket to <laughs> to infiltrate, which was funny. <laughs> That was the moment I was like, there's no way that, that JB no. shell, shell, uh, shelled out the money to buy a ticket, my friends. I literally thought you were going to say there's no way he knows how to buy a ticket. <laughs> like, that Possibly is such, also true. That yeah. is savagely. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe so. Um, yeah. So uh, ongoing, JB Christian ongoing, Pussygate 2022 it. ongoing. <laughs> Ooh, I think I, did Christian is a pussy. Was it? Did it have a period at the end of the sentence? Yeah, I sure think it sure, did. It sure That's did. good. That's good. Attention be, to detail. Do you think Christian's gonna fight JB at all out? Ooh, that would oh, be fun. Probably. Why did that only just occur to me? Why is that just now occurring to me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just never really thinking about it. <laughs> oh, it is coming up soon. We don't, coming up. we don't think that far in the future. That's not really what we do. No. Kind of, I live in the now. So I know that about you, Anne. I know mm-hmm. you're a big zen, live in the yeah, now, girl. That's right. mm-hmm. um, okay, did we say enough questionable things for, for one night? Oh, probably. Or almost nothing. Yeah. Did you guys like when Darby was live ourselves. tattooing himself in that promo? <laughs> <laughs> it looks so dorky when it's so the coffin drops on Brody King on his palm. I just oh, thought, yeah. like, oh, you're oh, a dweeb. Cool. Really? That's cool, actually. Really? That pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I thought. I didn't think it was dweeby, but I, I didn't think it was, like, cool. I was just like, that's, you're insane. You are both <laughs> insane that you, you yeah. were like, oh, I get to go out and tattoo my body. Sign me up. Yeah, he just commits to everything he does. Like, everything he does, he's like, there's no drop of irony ever. Like, there are people that would have smirked at the camera and been like, look how, look what I'm doing. I'm doing some crazy <laughs> shit. No, not Darby. I, I actually true. thought it was a very well shot promo because of the moment when I, like, it, I put it together and was like, why is he looking at his hand like that? He's tattooing himself. He's absolutely. <laughs> With that buzzing, the, yeah. The joy of that moment was, like, really... I was like, wow, wrestling is great. <laughs> no other show where you can tune in aside from like LA Inc. or whatever. So they, they tattoo. Some of those shows where they tattoo, you might be mm. able to see it. Okay, mm. now have we said enough? Yeah, had to get that in. Great. Uh, I've been Allie. I've been Ann. And I've been Leah. And this is Tunnel Talk. Our show is produced by Marjorie Voinovich. Our theme is by Chris Gorkin. You can find us on Twitter at Tunnel Talk Pod via email at tunneltalkpod at gmail.com. Please rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And come back next week for my live insights from Quake on the Lake. <laughs>